previously on Ars Paradoxica. My name is Sally Grissom, and I think I accidentally invented time travel. The machine you invented, it has been the single greatest human achievement since the light bulb, since gunpowder and steel and the wheel, since man discovered fire. You understand that all of it was for the good of Odar, for the good of all of us. And now he's dying. Symptoms include nosebleeds, lesioning, risk of hemorrhage, aneurysms, inflamed hypothalamus, aphasia. I've had the team working on something different, using timepiece tech to generate a region of null time motion. It's just a, t it's a time bubble. Time passes in the bubble, time stays still outside the bubble, time bubble. I don't need to use impressive jargon all the time. This isn't what it looks like. I am an Odar man through and through. I'm on your side. It looks to me like you're a spy. I want to see this machine work. I want to see it help somebody. Hmm. Damn it. Was that good, or? <laughs> you sure you want to do that? Sure as the sunrise. Okay. Huh, interesting. Sally. Sally, oh what my happened? Okay? Sally, what's oh my wrong? God. Are you okay? What's the matter? There was a time bubble that I, uh. oh Dr. Grissom. Sally, what happened? There was... It was so dark. I, I was screaming. You, you couldn't hear me? What do you mean? We didn't hear anything. I'm going to go get her some water. Something went wrong. Something went wrong with the timepiece. Wait, what year is it? Oh, no. Sally, it's 1946. It's August 2nd, 1946. <laughs> I'm still in today. Here, drink this. Take it. Check her watch. She's ahead of us by, uh, I, I don't know, like like an hour and a we half. We just saw you a minute ago. You go on ahead. I'm just going to finish installing the new focuser assembly, and I'll catch up with you later. Hey, don't take too long. I've got a feeling our next dilemma round is going to be one to watch. Oh, you mean because you want to win? I'm sure, if anybody understood it. Okay. Okay. Whoa. No. No, 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 what the fuck? Help! Help! Oh my god. I don't know what happened. It activated all of a sudden and the room went dark. So dark. You know what this means? I've never seen anything that dark. She got stuck in null time for an hour and a half and was totally fine. Fine? Maybe not ship shape, but it stopped external photons just like we predicted. And she didn't get shredded by the micro jumps. Come on, you guys, I... I appreciate your attempts to theorize, but, um, uh, I'm gonna take a half day. 
That's understandable. Feel better, Sally. Are you sure you don't want to let a medic take a look at you? We're still not really sure what the null field even does to a person. I'm going home. Uh, okay, but... Jack, just let her go home. Besides, if something bad happened to her, it'll stay with her. Time travel isn't contagious. But it is bad for you. I never said that. Diary of Sally Grissom, August 3rd, 1946. Yesterday was almost 26 hours long for me. <laughs> How weird is that? The team has been working on using the timepiece to generate a null time field. We weren't anywhere ready to get inside it, but there was an incident. I guess I must have switched something or crossed some wire and the thing turned on. I was trapped in a time bubble for like... An hour and a half. It was terrible. You've never known true darkness until you're stuck in a place where even light can't get in. I only escaped after the generator wound down. I tried to cut the power, but something about being stuck in a single moment makes this version of the timepiece incredibly energy efficient. It converts 99% electricity into 100% Psychological torture. <laughs> Donovan might be happy to hear about that. Except that he hasn't been reviewing our reports anymore. For a guy who fought tooth and nail to keep us working, Donovan is sure taking a hands-off approach. But I've learned not to ask where he's concerned. Despite everything I had to go through, the null time field worked better than we could have ever expected. Of course, now we have to learn, and test, and improve. We need to figure out more about how the null time field works. Of Sally Grissom, September 8th, 1946. So after my somewhat successful accident with the timepiece's null field generator last month, we've been trying to take the technology to the next level, and I think we're ready. Oh, remember last week when I said I was working on a new name for it? I think I've settled on The Cage. Controlled Asynchronous Generator Environment. Get it? I worked on that for, like, hours, probably. You may call it frivolous, but I firmly believe in the efficiency of descriptive backronyms. So ever since I started working for Donovan, we've had trouble showing off a practical use for the timepiece technology. We tried a dozen ways to show off the uses of time travel, but without a perspective that follows an altered timeline, an observer could never see that anything had actually changed. But I think the cage is what I've been looking for. After three years of working on the timepiece, and a year and change working on the original Higgs inhibitor array in the 21st century, I finally stumbled into something actually demonstrable. I admit that you know, it's too little too late to save the rest of Odar, but to be perfectly honest, I don't know that I would have been able to help them anyway. There's a reason no one in my time remembers Polvo, New Mexico. The Manhattan Project had them beat. Yeah, big bullet and a big gun to end the big war. But a time bubble? That's got finesse. It's got style and a ton of different uses. I'm not sure what we do first, but the team filled a couple chalkboards with ideas. Come on, guys. No wrong answers. I know manufacturing is the obvious answer here, but there's more to this. All right. You could... You could grow a fruit orchard at a moment's notice? You'd need a real big warehouse or something, but I like your style. What else? 
a computer could give you an answer as fast as you needed it to. I like it. You've got vision, Partridge. That's literally my department, but thank you. What if you could age wine faster? Really, Esther, your idea is let barrels sit for a long time. Hey, Wyatt, no wrong answers in brainstorming. What is brainstorming? You know, whiskey works too. Perfectly reasonable use for the cage. Sally, I don't think we're all on board with that name. My machine, I get to name it. Told you. Shut up. I've got one. Nap as long as you want. Nap for days. Who doesn't like naps? Hey, what about instant movie theaters? Love it. Big private reading rooms. Take as long as you need with any book. Time enough at last. What's next? How about the world's fastest oven? That's just my fruit idea again. Kitchens aren't farms, Jack. I I like that one. Do you guys know that you can use radar signals to cook food? But most of those ideas are going to require people inside the cage. And even though I spent some time in there, it wasn't A, on purpose, B, very long, relatively speaking, and technically not very long, objectively speaking, either. And C, collecting data was the last thing on my mind. So tomorrow, our very own Esther Roberts is going to voluntarily spend 24 hours inside. We drew straws. Well, they drew straws. I made myself exempt, and Partridge was going to be the lucky one to go in there, but Roberts confessed she was actually interested in doing it herself. She said she wanted to be a pioneer in emerging science, Which, you know, good for her. And Partridge was more than willing to step aside. He says the idea of the cage is eerie enough, let alone actually being inside it. So, tomorrow is going to be Robert's big shot. And we're all excited to see what happens. She'll be fine. (laughs) She's, She's gonna be fine. Yeah. Order is tuned to pick up the frequencies we're looking for. So are you ready for this, Esther? You've asked me that a dozen times already. Maybe my answer will change after the 13th try. So are you ready for- how? No horseplay, kids. This is serious. Dr. Grissom, what was it really like in there? Well, outside of the endless darkness, it's been pr- pretty boring. I hope you brought some books. I've got a flashlight and some stuff in my bag to keep me from getting bored. And there's food and water and extra batteries in that crate, so as long as things go as planned, you won't starve. As long as it goes as planned. Plans are the best I got. You can't make an omelet without cracking a few eggs, right? I'm just hoping none of the eggs in question are your brain. I'd hate to lose the only other woman in this damn crew. Okay, so we're clear. With the current mass calculations, I've calibrated the timepiece controls to generate the null time effect at a uh, three meter radius for 24 hours. Wickman, right on time. All right, Nestor, I'm gonna start up the condenser coils. We'll be right here the whole time. Literally. You guys are lucky. You'll only have to deal with this for maybe 30 seconds tops. So, Doc, what's this you wanted me to see? We built the timepiece to generate a time bubble. Roberts is going to spend a day in there while only a moment passes out here. Pretty cool, right? Wait, wait, wait. She's going inside the machine? No, she's just going to be hanging out inside that tape circle on the floor there. No, she can't. You have to stop this. There isn't the time, Chet. The machine is already running. If we cut the power, there's no telling Esther, what can happen. you need to get out of there. Esther! What? Esther! Uh, Esther! Great. Now you've done it. I've done it? You're gonna kill yourself! Wow, it really is dark in here. Hold on. Much better. You didn't have to do that. We've been running the numbers for days. We knew what we were doing. Miss Roberts, I'm not normally the kind of man to swear in front of a lady, but you don't know what the hell you're talking about. 
Oh, what brutish words. Whatever shall happen to my delicate ears now they've been pierced by your cursed profanity. How long are we trapped in here for? When we thought it was just going to be me, the trip was planned for 24 relative hours. 24 hours?! But now that you've tackled me and we're both stuck, who knows? I was trying to push you out. This place, it's dangerous! We had it calibrated for a single subject in supplies. You just made it more dangerous. Nice work. Regardless, we're stuck here for the next day. I hope you like reading. I've got a whole stack of astonishing tales, detective comics, a deck of playing cards... And a few crosswords, but those are just for me. Shouldn't we have a protocol in place where if your security officer starts screaming, Stop! Stop! You're supposed to stop? This was a terrible idea. We'll be fine. We've got four days of rations for a 24-hour stay. Well, two days of rations with you. I'm not going to let you starve. But we've got books and lights and everything I needed for this expedition. There's only one sleeping bag, but I think there's a blanket in here you can use. Nope, there isn't. Hope you don't get too cold on the floor. It's the timepiece. It's not safe. It's as safe as we can make it. What do you think you're paying us for? Unless you know something we don't. The, the most I can tell you is that it's poisonous somehow. Like bee sting poisonous or like a heavy dose of cyanide poisonous? Neither of those. Using the timepiece, it poisons the mind, but not... Physically, it's, it's like knowing that the chain of cause and effect is all messed up and your head starts eating you from the inside. How do you know all this? Can't tell you. Because, wait, don't tell me. It's classified. classified yeah. You're going to do this here. Look around. Who am I going to tell? Hey, everyone! Time travel is bad for you! I'm not you. concerned about you telling anybody while we're in here. It's once we get out. And whom would I tell about this on the outside? Your team, obviously. Sally? Jack? What? I can't keep a secret. Besides, why shouldn't they know? Actually, wait a second. Why didn't they know? I, I can explain. You're going to just spring this on me that this is dangerous? We've been working on this thing for three years. How long have you known about this? If you didn't know about our experiment today, you would have never said anything, would you? It's not like that. Then what is it like? Knowing about it makes it worse. <laughs> What is that supposed to mean? From what we can tell, finding out what the timepiece does to you only makes your condition get worse. I shouldn't even be talking to you about it. What are you basing this on? Why do you know about this? Give me one shred of evidence on this. Okay, fine. You want to act like a child? Be my guest. I've got all day. I've got books and puzzles. I'll be fine. Want to tell me what you know? Nope. Fine. How about now? I'm comfortable right here. Ready to talk? Yep. Really? Nope. Hey, Officer Wickman? I'm still not talking. No, it's not. Can I ask you something? Sure. Do you think we'll get out of here? Why are you asking me? You're the scientist. Aren't we supposed to? Yeah, but... What if we don't? What if you running in here threw off something and now it's stuck on? 
What if Sally getting out was a fluke? What if we died in here and a second later all our friends see are two person-shaped piles of dust? It's possible, but I don't think so. Why? You've got no idea how this thing works. Our team could write volumes on the timepiece and never scratch the surface. What makes you so sure? I've got faith in you. And Sally. And Anthony. And Jack. You're the smartest people I know. But we've failed so often in the past. What if we end up just like Quentin Barlow? You guys have failed before because of poor planning and vengeful spouses, but never for being smart. That you can rely on. Thank you. It's Bill Donovan. Finally talking? You want to hear this or not? I'm sorry, go ahead. Bill is sick. He's got... He's developed this condition. Call it whatever you want. Timepiece, disease, whatever. He's... We're not sure how much longer he's got. Okay. How did he contract this condition? He's been using the timepiece to go back in time. A few times. A bunch of times. No one has used the timepiece. It only works to send things back in time. No one has actually done it themselves. You may have missed out on some things. When we were in New Mexico, Director Donovan, he... He had one built for his own personal use. Are you serious? Does he know the harm he could have caused to us, to space-time, to- I'm sure he's become acutely aware of the damage he's caused. Because now he has what, the time travel shell shock? That's the theory we're working on. Okay, who is we? I've had some of Donovan's contacts in the intelligence community working on it, even though they don't know he's the patient. And I've got Dr. Partridge pouring through all the timepiece documentation to figure out what exactly is causing all this. Why not talk to Sally? Why not Jack? Or me? You two would tell the doc. And we can't tell Sally because, what, she's been exposed to the timepiece more than we have? Jack and I have logged just as many hours around that thing in the past three years. Sally's a... special case? What the hell does that mean? Has she told you anything about what she did before she started working with us? What is that... I don't know, something about a lab in Connecticut where she developed the timepiece by accident, then got contacted by Donovan and moved out to Polvo? That's 80% of it. And what's the rest? She was working in that lab years in the future. Something went wrong, and now she's here. She was the reason things didn't end up working out in Philly. Huh. I feel like I should be more shocked at that. <laughs> it does explain some of her oddness, right? Now I kind of have all these questions for her but I don't know what I'm supposed to ask or if I'm supposed to know. I feel like I need to get to know her all over again. Well, then you're in luck. As you know, it isn't hard to get Sally to speak her mind. So what I don't understand is, what did the director do with the timepiece? What would you do with it? Nothing. I wouldn't use it. Aren't you a saint? Pretend to have less noble intentions. Uh, fix my past mistakes and set myself up for future success? Oh, Sally said something like this would happen when we moved here. By that point, she was a bit late by at least half a year. Maybe more. Why are you telling me all of this? What happened to your web of secrets? Well, it's like you said. It's not like you can tell anyone for however many hours we're still in here. And what about when we get out? When we get out? You aren't going to say anything. Or what? 
Oh. I, I mean, I know you could kill me, but whenever I thought about it, I never thought you would do it. To any of us, I mean. I would. If I had to. You see. But honestly, Esther, what I need right now is someone in my corner. Threatening to shoot me, then asking me to be your friend. You really know how to charm a girl. Listen, with Donovan out of the picture for the foreseeable future, I'm in charge of our little operation. I already have been for a little while now. And I need someone I can go to who isn't generating more chaos. Someone like you, Esther. This is an opportunity to do some good for Bill Donovan, for... for everyone. To do what? Keep secrets from my friends and help fix my boss's weird case of... Uh, hubricitis? Bill isn't the only one who's exhibited symptoms. Sally? Not all of that oddness comes from the future. Chet, you could just say yes. You really need to learn how to be more straightforward. <laughs> Sorry. Force of habit. Comes with a job, I guess. So, Miss Roberts, what's it going to be? Can I count on you? Shouldn't I not undisagree? <laughs> Very funny. You're, you're catching on quick. Never use one definite word when four ambiguous ones will do. <laughs> I'm serious. You could do this. I think of all of us here, only you can do this. Help me use what we've got to help people. Isn't that what you want? To be a pioneer? Isn't that why you signed up to live a whole day in the blink of an eye? To be bold? To do what's never been done? Okay, after you've done that, you build the river with a run of cards. What happened? Are you okay? Are you okay? Oh my god, what happened? It's over. We're back. They were both in the null field, and they're both still alive. And sane. That's a good sign. Or we've come back to haunt you as time goes. Well, about as sane as she was when she went in. Chet, what the hell was that about? I, uh, uh... There was a misunderstanding about the parameters of the experiment. I cleared up all the confusion while we were in there. In... wait, in then? In that? Then. Yeah, 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 During in there, then? in there. And what does the timer say? It shut down at 22 hours, 38 minutes, and 0 0.409 seconds. So the extra mass didn't throw off the effect significantly. Neat. So we're all just shucks and smiles here now? Nobody cares what just went on? Esther, what even happened in there? Nothing unusual. We chatted, talked about books, the weather. The lack of And weather? I taught him dilemma. Well, started teaching. Pretty mundane. You've signed up to live a whole day in the blink of an eye? To be bold? To do what's never been done? Do you want to know a secret? You must be full to bursting with them. I killed him. I killed Quentin. I thought his wife did. Mostly. She fired a bullet that kills him in our next timeline, and from there it becomes that tragic cycle. But the first bullet that shot him came from somewhere. Some when else. Back when the director was using the timepiece, he came across this one audio wire. Gave it to me. It came from another timeline. That we don't remember. Because that's how timelines work. Right. But it turns out I killed Quentin the first time. That version of me fired the bullet that hit our version of him. And who were you aiming at? 
That's the weird part. I was actually trying to shoot Quentin. You see, right around when he died, I was doing an internal review of our staff. Once he was dead, I skipped over him. But in a timeline that he hadn't, I guess I must have found out he was some kind of double agent. His whole file was fake. You're kidding. The weirder part was when I asked the director about it. Turns out Quentin was never Quentin. And he didn't work for the Axis or the Russians or anything. He worked for us. He was spying on us for a version of the director in the future and the then present. Wow, this is complicated. Hold on. Um, the then present director had no idea until he started using the timepiece to manipulate things. But that other version of me didn't know that. He just had orders to eliminate spies on sight, so one of the bullets he, me, shot hit the timepiece as it was spooling up, went back, and hit the Quinton we knew. That's... <laughs> he's insane. Why would Donovan send someone to spy on himself? He likes to keep tabs on his enemies. And the director is his own worst enemy. So all that grief with June, that was his fault. You could put it that way. Why? Just his paranoia, I guess. Why tell me this? All this, it's, it's too much. Because I'm in charge now. And with your help, I'll make sure nothing like that ever happens again. You told me you wouldn't use the timepiece. I'm telling you, it's going to get used. I'm going to use it. That's why I need a saint like you to help me use it the right way. Okay. Okay? Okay. Ars Paradoxica was created by Daniel Manning and Misha Stanton. Episode 8. Cage, written by Daniel Manning, directed and produced by Misha Stanton, featuring Kristen DiMercurio as Sally Grissom, Ren Beeler as Chet Wickman, Robin Gabrielli as Anthony Partridge, Katie Speed as Esther Roberts, and Zach Ehrlich as Jack Wyatt, with special thanks to Isabel Atkinson. Original music by Misha Stanton and by Eno Friedman Broadman. You can hear more at enoofficial.com or at enomusic.bandcamp.com. Come find us wherever we are on the internet. Our website, arsparadoxica.com, where you can find episode transcripts or grab merchandise at our store. You can also reach us anytime on your social medium of choice, at arsparadoxica, or at our email, arsparadoxica at gmail.com. If it's arsparadoxica, it's probably us. Ars Paradoxica is made possible by listeners like you. If you enjoy what we've done here, consider leaving us a nice review. And if you can pitch in anything to help us keep the lights on, go to patreon.com slash arsparadoxica and pledge to support us monthly. And finally... Ars Paradoxica is brought to you by the internet. You will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Red. Red. 17. 11. 23. 15. 11. 5, 16, 
26, 6, 19, 23, 18, 7, 20, 16, 7, 4, 2, 7, 21, 21, 5,